once you understand gratitude, it will carry forward to your children and to your employees and you will start to see it. But you have to embrace it too. It goes back to the whole thing of, of the parent that goes and smokes. Goes, I better not see you smoking and they're puffing away. It just, it just, doesn't, it just doesn't work. So, but I, I think it can be learned, but there's just a lot of people that uh, I've noticed already just naturally are giving. And people that are giving and loving people and it's very easy for them to practice gratitude. And the other ones, I think occasionally, but it's, it's a little more challenging. My name is Kyle Willis, and this is Marketing from the Roosevelt Room. All right. Well, welcome back to a new episode of Marketing from the Roosevelt Room. I hope you guys have enjoyed these interviews that we're doing. It's been a joy being able to connect with some of my mentors and friends that I see as business leaders changing the game when it comes to marketing, mindset, business methods, and being able to know how to properly connect and communicate with their team, their their customers. And today I'm really excited to share with you not just a mentor, not just a friend, not just a client. Not, there's so many buckets that David Brooke fills, but I think I, I, I hold lightly the term expert. And he's one I would give that term to when it comes to how to change your mindset in your daily life that will produce significant impact on your business, all with one foundational element of gratitude. So David, thank you for being with us today. You are that gratitude guy. Thank you, Kyle. I'm looking forward to it. It's always nice to see that smiling face of yours. Thank you for inviting me. (laughs) I appreciate you being able to make some time. It's a privilege being able to have you here in Seattle. We've been having some guests uh, across the U.S. here on this interview. So being able to have the side-by-side and knowing that we get to share life consistently together. In that sharing life, one of the things that I've been so encouraged by, instructed by in your life is this principle of gratitude. It's become one of your life messages where you've seen the significant impact it can have in a business, in your personal life, in the way you lead, the way you serve. I'd love to just start off with some foundational element. Let's start off by just defining what is gratitude? Is it more than just saying I'm thankful for and where, what, what, how, let's the definition. Well, what is gratitude to you, David? You bet. There's obviously going to be multiple definitions. One of the things that I've always used as my sort of centerpiece is gratitude helps you focus on what you have versus what you don't have. Yeah. And another way that I also look at it is gratitude turns what you have into enough. Hmm. And we live in such a world of there's abundance and lack. And we look at a lot of people that all they do is focus on their lack. The glass yeah. is half empty and it's all negative, And there's a choice that we get to make every day to be positive or negative. And gratitude really started for me around losing my wife and a number of other tragedies that I had. And I just, I've got to find something that's going to help me to survive this and you have all these very uh, destructive and deadly coping mechanisms that people are using to cope. 
and there can be drinking drugs, smoking, prescription medication, all these other things. Unfortunately, we have a big suicide issue in our country. And so it was really about finding something that's going to work for me. And then once I saw how it worked for me, it was really easy for me to take it to other people and show them here is a way to really cope effectively and really transform the, the thought process in your mind. That was really a yeah. major point. Can you walk through that with us just practically, you know, in sharing your story, I've certainly been able to hear glimpses of that. And I think it'd be beneficial of this isn't just some Tony Robbins speech you've heard before and said, oh, that's good. I'm going to pull some points up and make them mine. Right. Gratitude is something that you've had to embrace through hardship yeah. and, and also and not just hardship, but also, you know, the positive sides of life and your, and your children as well. And I'd love to have you be able to share a little bit of that story of, what it was, what it was like turning to gratitude and what you saw that impact do in your life practically. Well, yes. And I think that I had experienced a lot of loss and I didn't really know as I was going through my life, what the average number of losses that somebody might expect, but it just sure seemed like a lot for me because my parents, I was pretty young when both my parents died. And unfortunately my mom died of cancer. My father committed suicide. Mm. I had friends in Vietnam. I had people in car accidents, different things happened. Happened. And then ultimately, my wife died when my two sons were very young. And it was yeah. really, that was kind of the catalyst because I just thought, I, I'm not doing very well. And how am I going to cope? And so uh, a friend of mine actually had started in something I recommend highly is a gratitude journal where you're going to record every single day what you're grateful for. It takes about five minutes. And hmm. a friend of mine said to me, have you ever heard of a gratitude journal? I had not. And yeah. he said, you ought to get one. So I did what anybody would do. I went to Amazon and typed in gratitude journal and I got a journal and I just started to see amazing results in terms of, again, focusing on what I have versus what I don't have. And I just think we live in a society where people are so quick to notice, oh, Kyle has this, Joe has that, Fred has that, woe is me. And yet if we step back and really literally in our mind and then on paper, list down everything that we have, how differently your mind looks at it how differently yeah. it looks at everything. And you're seeing, again, from a point of abundance versus, and it just changes. You can almost feel a smile coming over your face when you talk yeah. about the things that you have. So it really became the foundation that I've had people tell me I've saved their life. I've changed their life. I've transformed their life. And for me, it's not too much of an exaggeration to say that I think gratitude and attitude of gratitude, the gratitude mindset really saved my life because I was mm. really struggling. And I thought, well, how many more things have to happen to me and especially because my boys were four years old and 14 years old when Dana passed away. And then I had to raise them myself. So it was challenging. So yeah. gratitude really gave me the vehicle that I was looking for. That was probably its biggest point. So I'd love to just, I'd love to just kind of hit a little harder on that when it comes to the practical side of David, you've lost your wife. You've going through all this hard stuff. Where can you begin? What do you have to be grateful for? You know, I try to think of put myself in your shoes. I sit there and be like, my life sucks right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. You know, I think of what I've had to go through personally in the last couple of years with a contractor who stole $140,000 for me, left my wife to go through her whole pregnancy with, uh, with our bed in our kitchen and a variety of other hardships that I've gone through. And it could so easily sit here and be like, my life sucks. I've been dealt some hard cards. What can someone do who's feeling in that place to say, what, what should I have to be grateful for? Well, it's a great question because there really is um, all sorts of ups and downs in life. Uh, as an example, I said to my younger son, I asked him one day, I said, you know, I've kind of had this 
the repression and some bipolar issues I got from my mom. And I said, you know, really, I said, let me ask you, do you think you got any of that from me? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, you know what, dad, he says, I have one or two bad days a month. So I figured 28 out of 30 is pretty good. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like so that. <laughs> talk about seeing the glass half full. And I would say on the days, one of the things I use in the gratitude journal, that's very important to me is this uh, daily number. And it's kind of mm. like taking your temperature. 10 is yeah. the best day of your life. One is the, one of the worst days of your life. So when I'm a two or a three, and I've done just exactly what you described, Kyle, when I've got, oh, this sucks. I lost this contract, everything. And you think you really go back to the basics. And this is how I kind of have taught people to do it. So on those particular days. You know what I write about in my gratitude journal? I'm glad I slept in a warm bed. I'm glad I had a hot shower today. I'm glad there's food in the refrigerator and yeah. I've got good friends like Kyle Willis I get to talk to and have a cup of coffee with or whatever. And you really get back to basics. And that's what really brings you out of it. And then later on when things are going good, you could still be grateful for those things, but maybe they're even higher level things. Now I'm grateful because I just got that new contract as compared to when I say lost the one in the past or whatever. Sure. So it's really getting back to the basics and it, it sounds like we've heard that term before but it's so true and there's just I guess because I've heard that question before and there's always going to be that aspect of there's always something to be grateful for I'm sitting here in, in a Starbucks with a nice I love my latte and I get to talk to my friend Kyle oh my yeah. gosh what's wrong with this picture you know everything's great so but just getting that focus and we were uh, I was actually thinking about a Monday morning minute the other day about something I heard years ago, and this will probably be in the Monday morning minute in the next week or two years ago, a, a gal, I was waiting on her in the store and she, and she grabbed the phone and she said, she looked like somebody had died. And I says, everything. Okay. She just looked white. And hmm. I, are you okay? She goes, I just got a call from home. My, my souffle fell in the stove. <laughs> are you serious? You know, and, and she, she looked like, she needed oxygen. She actually yeah. needed the medics to come and get her and take her away. And I went, wow, how do we get so out of whack? How do priorities yeah. get so out of whack? So it does. It's another thing it does. It really helps keep your priorities in order too. I like that. I like that. And one of the things I'd love to learn from you, speak a bit more is, you know, you've taken this principle of gratitude and you've then applied it to your role in, in leadership roles with Nordstrom, Lowe's Hardware, as both a boss and then in other roles as employees. And how have you seen gratitude impact your role in leadership? It, it absolutely makes you a better leader. Because if you think about what you're doing, like, let's just take Nordstrom, Lowe's, some of the places I work where I manage five, 600 employees, a lot of employees. And you think about what did we just define gratitude as? Helping you focus on what you have versus what you don't have. Well, you look at bosses that we have that only focus on what didn't get done. And you come up and here's a list of 10 things you need to do on a punch list to get done. The positive boss, the gratitude boss will just celebrate the heck out of the nine. And then Kyle says, but I didn't get number 10. Don't worry about that. You got nine out of 10. That's fantastic. Kyle, the department looks fantastic. It looks better. You did everything. I'm so happy to have you working with me. This is fantastic. The negative boss focuses on the one that didn't get done. The glass is half empty and becomes a much poorer leader. I've said many times, and this is what gratitude taught me a lot, especially in managing the absolute number one skill that's required to be a good manager of people. And I think also a good parent to children of which you and I both parents is to set a good example. And so when you set a good example, so when you're grateful, 
they're grateful. When you appreciate what they have and what they've done and the nine things versus the one thing, you will be such a better manager and employees will beat their the path to your door to work for you. And then yeah. that back in the Norton days, I'd have these other store managers call me. And all I was doing is a gratitude mindset of appreciating what I have and just embracing these employees and thanking them, asking them, gosh, Kyle, when you get a second, can you fold those shirts? Over there? Thank you so much. I really like your shirt. Always being treating people like they're just gold. And these other ma- store manager, what is, why does everybody want to work for you? I yeah. understand why they want to go to your store. But it was that gratitude mindset. And it was, it was um, um, raising employees up instead of dragging them down. And that's what good managers do. And in that, you know, when it came to the, the people you're managing, was there things that you're doing consistently that, you know, you had planned out mentally, or is it more spontaneous that you saw a greater impact of being able to express that gratitude and to empower your staff? Well, I think it's both. I think it's kind of like if somebody said, are you a planner or are you spontaneous? And it was one of those questions on one of those assessments once I go, well, I'm both because I like to yeah. plan for the concert two months from now, but Hey, let's go to dinner in an hour from now and be spontaneous. So I think as a manager, as a leader, of people or employees uh it's always going to be a combination of both but i think the overriding thing is how we talk to people it just Mm. blows my mind i would tell certain managers that i think they needed to get at least plastic sheriff's badge and i'd put a sheriff's badge on their shirt because they didn't want to talk to anybody right they wanted to run around and be the sheriff i don't do work i just tell people what to do and they would treat people harshly and i was thinking as again back to this because this gratitude thing has been woven into me for quite a while how many times i'd say to somebody i don't think i would ask make a request rather without saying something to the effect hey Kyle can you do me a favor when you get a second can you do it hey when you're done with that a nice job on that too all how you frame it and that's sure. also what gratitude do is because you're really using gratitude to frame your own mindset but also how the people that you manage and they feel it and they can tell that I feel really appreciated by this person so but I think to, to back to it it's it's something you can plan in, in specific things but also being spontaneous is even more important because of how many interactions you're going to have with an employee they just come out of nowhere and you want to come across the right way yeah and so I know you do a lot of consulting and, and coaching on this aspect of gratitude, how to make gratitude part of your life. What I'd love to know in that is that often people who already recognize that, hey, I have this issue I need help with, or how can someone self-diagnose that gratitude is an area I'm lacking in and either I need to work on it myself or I should consult a, a coach I can help on that. Where would you begin with that? Well, and, and I think it does come back down to, you mentioned self-diagnosed is, is that great line. How's your life working for you? How's that working for you? And if it's working fantastic, you may not need much, but if it's not working, you may need something else. And as a coach, a consultant coach, and as a gratitude coach, not only is the whole template based around gratitude, but really the big line I tell people is I'm kind of like a personal trainer for somebody's brain. And you hmm. think about, we've all had personal trainers and worked out at the gym and gone to spin class or whatever it might be. And there's one person that's really out there doing setting the, setting the tone or the pace, or now we're going to do this, this, and this. Now, and drop that weight, pick this weight up. Well, that's what I do is that now I take it. And again, it's under the umbrella of gratitude and really focusing on what you have personally and professionally and taking it and break it down into the pieces. Where are the, one of the examples is the one to 10 scale. Where are the tens? That's fantastic. But let's focus on some of these twos and threes where certain parts of your life, the, the financial, the emotional, the physical, the mental, the relationship, something like that are not working as well. And that's when we get to break it down and say, now here's what we're going to do. We're going to apply this template 
of not only being grateful, but taking steps and being that personal trainer. So you're going to tell me two weeks from today, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Great. I'll be calling you two weeks from today, Kyle, at two o'clock. I expect to hear X, Y, and Z that gets done. And that accountability yeah. is what really makes a difference. So, but it's, but again, it's always under focusing on what you have. And the same thing I've told this to, to uh, couples that I've, I've been coaching where we get into the personal things, the same thing with your children, as I mentioned, yeah. back is with employees, setting a good example for them and, and, and get, seeing the behavior. They're going to look at us and model our behavior. So we've got to be a good model for that. Uh, I love that. And I think what you highlighted there, the aspect of accountability is, is huge because it's simple enough to say, okay, I recognize that I'm, my natural disposition is negativity. I'll be more grateful. I'll highlight people better. But if there's not that opportunity to say, David, I need help. I need you to hold me accountable to express gratitude, to express what I recognize in my team. You know, as a business owner with a, uh, a large team, I got about 10 people that work with note of the quo. And I was just talking with someone the other day about, you know, I need to take a moment to be able to recognize the accomplishments of my team. And they said, well, great. When are you going to do it? I'm going to do it tomorrow. What, when, uh, when should I check in with you? You should check in with me by three o'clock. Okay, great. And to have that person be, you know, and you'll be able to say, all right, this is what you say you're going to do. And then I think, uh, when are you going to do it? And as I noticed when I have had that accountability to come back and report on mission accomplished, Mm -hmm. not only do I feel that sense of accomplishment, but then my team actually gets to hear the the, uh, aptitude and uh, gratitude of what their massive contributions they are having right. towards the note of the coil and our clients. Right. Right. Well, you know, it's interesting too. We're not here to critique uh, no to the quo and Kyle Willis, but I've watched you enough times <laughs> that you and I've gotten together that I love the way you talk to your people. And, and it's, it's some people say, well, wait a minute, what, what do you mean? Is that doesn't everybody? No, not everybody's that way. I would have people, I used to joke about it. And again, I watched you with the various people that we interacted, did the different functions in no to the quote. And it's like, Kyle's got a good manner, but he always has a smile on his face and, and, you know, he's very positive and what we're trying to do here and so on and so forth. And I will tell you how disappointed I got in different people I'd work with is that I used to have this sign that was behind my desk. This is when I was at Nordstrom and there's all these little signs with little sayings on, you know, never apologize for expecting excellence and never get a second chance to do it right the first time and everything, everything. But I get some employees that didn't get the Kyle Willis effect, hopefully not the Dave Brooke effect, and they, they'd be trying to make all these excuses why they were just total jerks with people. And they keep talking, talking. I finally go, don't talk anymore. Don't talk anymore. And I took <laughs> out a little laser beam, laser pointer, and I point up behind me to the sign at the very top. It was about six feet yeah. up. It said, you just don't get it. <laughs> and I said, now leave my office. Get Mr. Brooke, Mr. Brooke. Uh, leave my office because it's just and that's why i say i'm using you as a guinea pig but it's just (laughs) god great job in the report can you do me if ever mr brooke wants to get a couple other aspects of his seo can you yeah no problem let me take care of that and you see it and it's apparent that quite a few people get it but sadly uh, my my sort of like random survey i'll ask people of all the bosses you ever had how many were good and you know what my average answer is is one out of four Hmm. I mean, that means wow. three out of four aren't good. So, so it's, and I've watched you and, and trust me, I've known you long enough and well enough now that if I was, if I didn't think you were talking to your employees, right, I would say something, you know, Kyle, that's yeah. not, you're not going to get that way. So, so it's just, but for those that do it well, which you do, and I know I have, cause I had a lot of good results. Uh, it just seems natural, but to yeah. a lot of people, they, they don't seem to know how to do that. 
for those who may not feel natural, is there a starting point where you'd say, okay, whether it be multiple steps or one single step that say, okay, you may not have this as a natural disposition, but gratitude can be learned. First mm-hmm. off, I guess, is that a question? Can it be, is it a skill that can be developed? And then secondly, if so, where would you recommend that business owner, that leader, that boss, that manager to start? Yeah, uh, I would say that it can be learned, but I think that also I would put it sometimes in the, the, uh, in the category of you can take an, an unartistic person artistic that's me i'm just not very artistic and send me the classes and i'm still gonna have a hard time drawing a circle so i yeah. think it can happen but there's some people that have it naturally but i think where the starting point is one of the starting points for me has always been somebody understanding the mindset and saying do you want to improve because okay. there's a lot of people don't want to improve I mean, yeah. they just they'd much rather tell a sob story and be negative and all that i've had a lot of people and unfortunately my own father was one of these that he as i mentioned he took his own life he, uh, I would say, good morning to him in the morning. He'd say, what's good about it? <laughs> how do you, so how, are you going to fix a guy like that or get him on the right track? But I think there are enough that, that have. And then I'd say, well, let's start with some basics. Let's start with just every day writing down three things you're grateful for. Read That's good. again at night before you go to bed. Exactly. Some write in the morning, some at night. And then as they get more and more steps and get them into the journal, and I would tell them, the same thing, whether it was those past employees or clients, once you understand gratitude, it will carry forward to your children and to your employees and you will start to see it, but you have to embrace it too. It goes back to the whole thing of, of the parent that goes and smokes goes, I better not see you smoking and they're puffing away. It just, it just, it just doesn't work. So I, I think it can be learned, but there's just a lot of people that, uh, I've noticed already just naturally are giving the people that are giving and loving people. And it's very easy for them to practice gratitude. And the other ones, I think occasionally, but it's, it's a little more challenging. Got it. I appreciate that as I think there's uh, definitely that, you know, I think that was an issue I saw in myself the last year of man, my natural disposition right now is either negativity or fear. And the way I combat that was through gratitude. I'm the only one who can control my joy. I'm the only one who can control what I'm grateful for. And when life happens, uh, keep this podcast PG, when life happens, I'm going to choose joy. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, had you brought you in to talk with our team and it's that under your training to be able to recognize, all right, what are the few things, even if there's only one or two and there's eight things that suck right now, what are the two things I'm really grateful for? And then, you know, when it comes to my team, comes to my clients, you know, do I, do I have a negative disposition towards my clients or a fearful disposition towards them and recognize that as I choose gratitude, as I choose to be, thankful for the opportunity to work with them, either my team or my clients, I feel like my control comes back, my joy comes back, my ability to own the situation and what's good in that situation is restored. You bet. And I must say this too as well, knowing quite a bit about you and personally and professionally and so forth. One of the things that is almost always true is even when you go through, as you say, keep it PG and some of the baloney and some of the tough times, one of the things that, that always prevails is when you have success later, which you will, because you've had many successes before, you appreciate yeah. it at a much higher level because of what you went through to get there. And that never changes. I watch things that have happened to me and I think, man, it's just, it's like Steve Jobs said, connecting the dots backwards. It's like, you don't know how much you appreciate. You think, man, I don't know if I would have appreciated this much if I hadn't gone through this dog do to get there. And so I just think that's yeah. really important. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And I think that's, you know, that's what I look at. All right. Some of my mistakes have been my greatest teachers. Yes. If I take the moment to recognize what those mistakes are and be grateful for the tough times that went through them, then what can I do to either make sure I don't repeat them, but also help and inspire others through it? Right. Uh, and I think that's one of the things that you've helped me as well is when I've had some of those hardships, be able to, David, position me here, straighten me up here. What's exactly. the right attitude I should be having? Because right now I just want to punch a hole on a wall. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So David, we'd love to wrap up with one last question then, as I think we've been talking a lot about, all right, starting with a, a disposition to gratitude and recognizing that first off, there's got to be the acknowledgement you said, there's got to be the acknowledgement that I have arrived uh, room to improve. And then also we talked about the importance of accountability and that this is not something that can always be solved on your own. Self-diagnosis is step one, but then the value of getting a coach and value of working through this together, where would you recommend someone begin with that, either with you or on their own discovery to be able to say, I want to know more about in bringing gratitude into my life, into my business, into my team, how, how should someone start with that? Well, again, a good question. I would say, number one, uh, I have a website, thatgratitudeguy.com. is kind of where I'm housed, everything from my books to journals to coaching. I do do coaching, uh, gratitude yeah. coaching, and a lot of individuals, occasionally couples and so forth. And then also on the website, you can get the gratitude journal. I have a number of books that I've done, but I think I use the gratitude journal as probably the sort of the hallmark if you will and here's the the broker's daily gratitude journey yeah. and every single day you write in it takes five minutes and i think for anybody who's looking to start i always think we'll start with a gratitude journal give it a shot even if you don't write sentences or bullet points if you just write a couple of little dots like three little things or or two or three little bullet points whatever it might be but give it a try and it's interesting again back to as a boss as a parent as you and I are and as bosses there's nothing more important than setting a really good example as I said earlier I just think it's the number one skill that's required and so here's my gratitude journal and you look at here's today Wednesday March 27th I've already written in it and, and every yeah. single day and it always fascinates me though because I want to say to people that but this but Dave I don't have time to write in a journal I'm not sure if this is working I go wait a minute how's your life working that again that great line well it's not working very well but why don't you give this a try because clearly you need something else that's going to help you. So they grab my journal up in front of the podium by where I'm standing. Is this your journal here? And they look yeah. at it and I've just done a 45 minute talk and they flip through the journal and they go, wow, you write in this every day. <laughs> and I go, did you listen to the talk? <laughs> of course. I, no, I only write in it occasionally. I want you to write yeah. every day, but I only write occasionally, but you do have to practice what you preach. But my, my biggest takeaway is get a gratitude journal. You can get the Brooker's Daily Gratitude Journal. Get it on the Amazon. You can get it on the gratitudeguy.com. But get one and give it a try. I just People have had so many things that don't work and I'm telling them this is a solution that a lot of people have found that has really got them on the right track from going down a really negative track because let's face yeah. it, every day your mood, your attitude, your mindset, it's a choice. You can go left to right, up or down, happy or sad. It's a choice. And when people start sentences with you don't understand, I go, no, 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 no. Don't go, don't give me the you don't understand thing. That's a choice you get to make. Well, choosing gratitude and using the gratitude journal is a yeah. great step in the right direction. I think that's huge right there. And being able to say, okay, if someone 
as busy as someone might be, as I think as, as busy as my life is, everything, people always use the excuse of busyness. And as valid as that might be, if there can be life changing impact on your personal life and your role as a mentor leader, whatever role some listening plays by spending five minutes a day. Exactly. Writing out a pod, writing out, uh, writing out what your notes are of what you're grateful for. Exactly. I can, I can change my life that simply who can argue with that. Exactly. It's very powerful. So once again, that gratitude or on Amazon, uh, the, the gratitude journal, is that the right thing to yes. search for? Yeah, the Brooker's Daily Gratitude Journal, it's called. And, and it'll pop right up if you go into Amazon. Perfect. I know I have one of those. I bought one of those for my team as yeah. we work together. And it, it is as simple as uh, you say, take five minutes to write out and then the impact that has. What I love about having it all in a journal like that, rather than just, you know, my notes on my phone or something, is I can look back oh, over so great. the month last year and recognize, all right, how has my disposition changed and be able to reflect even more gratitude of no Very helpful. That three months ago, I was only thanking for the hot water and the, the warm bed. Yeah. Yeah. Today, look at what I have to be grateful for. How exactly. much has changed in the last three months? Very helpful so that way. For making us, making us something like that. That's so practical. And thank you for your time with us yeah, today. You're welcome. Really you're welcome. Your insights of, how gratitude can get us unstuck and the doors it can open through expressing that daily. Happy to share. It's a very powerful mindset. Thank you very much. I hope you have a great day. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Hey, I want to thank you very much for joining us for this episode of Marketing from the Roosevelt Room. I know you have a lot of options on what podcasts you can listen to, so thank you sincerely for taking the time to join us for this one. If you have enjoyed this conversation, we'd love to keep it going in our Facebook group, Marketing from the Roosevelt Room with Kyle Willis. In that, we have live video, Q&A, and create more of a dialogue. We'd love to keep the conversation going, so please join us on Facebook. Otherwise, look forward to catching you on our next episode. Have a great day.